to your mother it's time for another episode of birds with friends just a couple of feathery brethren weathering any season to see the eagles eating teams like bacon steaks and cheese it's philadelphia bowen sheila the cut kicking it cooler than two penguins still bows old arch nemesis greg cosell shows up and it gets real pull up a branch and chill it's time to get ill with some birds with friends the early bird skips the worm and prefers getting turned like a turn on some birds with friends Bo Wolf and are coming at you with stats and things flapping their wings You can't live up to expectations, no. so just do your best <laughs> That's what I tell myself in most life endeavors <laughs> Just go with what you saw today, okay, yeah. change your opinion daily Yeah, I'm all about that for You'll sure. be wrong often, yeah. but then you can just point back to when you were right No yeah. one will remember, no That's one's true. listening Hello everybody, and welcome to Birds with Friends on Thursday afternoon. Bo Wolf, Shukapadia, and Zach Berman here at the Combine. Joined by the inimitable, the one and only, Anthony, Tony, Pauline. Mr. Pauline, uh, the other night we recorded and Zach made the decision to sit on the floor. You have made the odd decision to stand while the three of us sit. Uh, tell us what went into that. I don't know. I've been sitting my rear end down most of the day. You know, the last time I wore earphones this big was probably 1978, listening to Zeppelin's Physical Graffiti. So. When you had and your hair was all over the place. Yeah, I had hair. Right? And exactly. you were an Olympic caliber decathlete. Not at that point. I was I was building to that. Okay, we we are. Well, this is a great uh, background here as they are going through the uh, the bench press over there, and you can hear everybody yelling. What? How many reps could you do on the, on the 225 over there? Not as much as I could do 20 years ago, so uh, okay. I, I don't know. Although somebody just did 44 reps. We saw. We don't get the name, but somebody did 44 reps. I think it was Fran Duffy. Uh, okay. <laughs> our, our listeners should know that, that Bo is taking an off-season liking to the gym. Is this what you sound like when you're uh, benching? I wouldn't go that far. I mean, it's, you have. It's, it's usually uh, it's usually me. In could have could have fooled me looking at you. <laughs> it's usually me in a spin class with a bunch of uh, with say, a bunch of uh, what, are, what are you doing single moms? What are you but... doing? The, yeah, well, there you go. That, that, whatever motivates single you. Single moms or stay at home? Stay at home moms. moms. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It he's could trying be, to yeah. find out. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> that's a very specific spin class. Spend whatever. some time. Yeah. I, I do some laps in the pool. Yeah, it's a whole. It's a whole. Thanks. Well, the guy spotting over here reminded me, you know, I, I was at the gym once this offseason, a real jack guy on the bench. He looks around, you know, we get to go in off peak times with our jobs. He looks around. I'm the only guy he sees. Yo, bro, can you uh, give me a spot? There you go. I'm thinking, dude, if you can't get this up, <laughs> I'm calling 911 because I'm not going to be able to help you. Yeah. I was so nervous. Luckily, uh, he didn't really need me. So that was I, cool. I once uh, was staying in the same team hotel as the Eagles. And uh, it was like a Monday night game, so I figured during the day, burn time, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go down to the gym. And I walk in, and uh, there were a few players there on the machines. Oh. And I'm like, well, you know what? They'll probably show me up right now. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll wait until they head to the stadium. That's probably right. All right, Tony. Uh, yeah, we let's, don't not, let's not waste this time. too much of your time. But we want to talk about the receivers. That's what everybody wants to know about Eagles-wise. Uh, they are about to run and do their stuff, but uh, this will be outdated by then. So let's just talk about them in general. Uh, let's start at the top. Do you agree that uh, Jerry Judy, C.D. Lamb, Henry Ruggs are uh, far and away the top three guys and will not be there at 21? Two of the three. I don't put Ruggs in that top group. Okay. I like Ruggs. He's a great athlete. I don't know he's a great receiver. He's a guy who I think has great upside potential, but he's also benefited by the system at Alabama, a system which puts five pass catchers on the field, and I think he's more opportunistic than he was a real good receiver. And... You know, I think he'll be there for the Eagles when they select. You think he'll be there? Yes, really? I, I wow. disagree. 
Oh, we'll find out in April, won't we? Well, I just think uh, speed always goes up the board. Well, why not KG Hamler? I, don't, I mean, I don't know. KJ Hamler is, is going to be as fast as Ruggs. He's as explosive, and he's a better receiver. Granted, he's going to be about three inches yeah, shorter. He's a little wispier. But he's a, he's a better receiver. I mean, and he fights. He doesn't play like a small receiver. Uh, I mean, he gets up there and he fights to come away with the contested grab. He's a great route runner, which Ruggs is an okay route runner. And it's not that only, it's just that I, I like Henry Ruggs, but I, I think he's got great upside. He's got a lot of downside because of the fact that, you know, he was always so open at Alabama. He really didn't have to fight for the receptions. He wasn't the main guy at Alabama the way K.J. Hamler was the main guy at Penn State. So who's your number three? Uh, who's your number three wide receiver? KJ Hamler. Wow, I like oh, this. Finally. Spicy take. You know, I thought, oh, great, we're talking about wide receivers again. Same old thing. No, Tony no. Pauline comes in and mixes it up. I love it. Shield no. came in with a take the other day and uh, discovered oh, okay. a guy we'd never no, heard of. Right. He said, no. have you heard about this guy no. from Alabama, Jerry no. Judy? This is, this is more Bo Tyus <laughs> for Bowie. Calls himself like a cinephile. He knows. I said, what's a movie I should watch now that this is the offseason? You ever heard of this parasite? I mean, this guy, no takes. I'm not a movie guy, except for the song. <laughs> the song remains the same, and that was yeah. snubbed by the Oscars. You, know, you want to make a bet, Tony? I'll bet you that uh, that Henry Ruggs goes in the first 16 picks, the first half of the draft. Okay. If he goes between 17 and 20, it's a push. And if he's on the board at 21, you win the bet. You got it. Deal? Fine. Um, well, do you have terms? Or what, is, what kind of uh, bet is this? Yeah. Uh, a nice romantic dinner. There you go. At the, at the Shrine game next year. Deal. Okay. All right. Um, listen, I, I like Ruggs. I, I just think that this, we've, all, we've seen Alabama receivers slide before. Okay. Calvin Ridley. I, I mean, guys that went much later in the draft because of the system, because of the fact that, you know, they're not disciplined football players. they got a lot of work to do. Uh, and that's what I see with Ruggs. I see a little bit of that in Judy, too, because Judy's a guy. He's very explosive. He can score from any point in the field when the ball's in his hand. He runs good routes, but he needs space to work. If you watch Jerry Judy, he's not good in traffic. He's not very good running after the catch when he's in the crowd, and he kind of shies away from physical contact. He finishes a lot of plays running out of bounds, and that's going to turn a lot of teams off. So you're CeeDee Lamb A1A. No, I still have Jerry Judy, but but not, uh, okay. there's not a huge spread because I want to see how C.D. Lamb runs. Okay. Number one, Lamb's a great receiver. Lamb fights for the catch. Uh, for the reception. Lamb's very good running after the catch. I don't know what his true speed is. Plus, that Oklahoma system kind of t- tends to, you know, I don't want to say exploit, but uh, a- a- exaggerate. And the big, big 12 defenses are such trash. Yeah, yeah. We know. Well, all those co- off, off, awesome quarterbacks have right. come out of that conference, right? Who is the NFL cup for KJ Hamler? If you're looking at an NFL comp, a guy you say, you know, good scenario. Best case scenario, this is the type of guy he reminds me of. It, this is Tony's Led Zeppelin phone is ringing right now. There's going to be a lot of background. Does you know, anybody remember laughter? I may have an interview I'm supposed to do right now. So, I, 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 I mean, oh boy. Um, uh, could you text him and uh, tell him? Uh, yeah, sure. Bo is now pay, has yeah, picked I mean, up I'm gonna, Tony Pauline's I'm going to meet spin whoever this is, okay. is what I'm going to do. And to answer your question. <laughs> okay. You know, I'm, I'm going to say Tavon Austin, but I think he's a much better football player than Tavon Austin. What's your Austin. password? He uh, can't still talk, say it on the air. Right? About, uh, well, I mean, they're going to have to get his phone in order for it to be useful. Talking about uh, Big 12 uh, uh, players. But he, he's that sort of uh, guy. It's so fascinating. Oh, God. I'm glad I came over here to do this interview. <laughs> dying. So KJ Hamler. 69, 69. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Thank you. So, so KJ Hamler measured in at five foot nine, 178 pounds. 
I think does, it was does, that does that concern you? Does that concern you? In certain, up, of course, he's gonna. You know, it's gonna be a mismatch uh, in certain instances. Picking at twenty-one, would you? Is is that worth it for the twenty-first pick? Would you take KJ? My opinion, 21? yeah, yeah. Okay. Receiver, running, uh, return specialist, running reverses, absolutely. And, and a guy like Doug Peterson, I think, would work wonders with that guy, lining him up all over the place. Who's Some, your number four and five? Uh, Rugs. And then the five is uh, you can answer. Go ahead. <laughs> the Go five, ahead, Let's the five is, uh, is the five can be Justin Jefferson. Okay, it could be Jalen Rager, Lavishka Chenault. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. All right. All right. We'll Go let ahead. Tony answer yeah. his phone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Tony. Tony. Appreciate we appreciate it. it. Okay. Uh, all right. Before we get into uh, into the rest of the show, that was a fantastic open. <laughs> I, I, we might want to just end it here. <laughs> I think we might want to, but uh, we can't because we have ads to read. So. And uh, mailbag questions answered. That's right. She asked for she asked for questions, questions answered. Yeah. Uh, new year, new you. Just like I've been going to the gym. Uh, win back some me time this year and pamper yourself. Order with DoorDash so you can focus on you. Valentine's Day is approaching. No, it's not anymore. Valentine's Day has passed, and maybe you forgot to make reservations. <laughs> uh, but uh, a good way to uh, make up for that would have been to order from DoorDash. So keep in mind for next year's Valentine's Day. And uh, the next date night, that, date night that you forget to make uh, plans for. DoorDash brings all of America's flavors to your door. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be delivered to you wherever you are. Not only is your favorite pizza joint already on DoorDash, but there are over, th- over 310,000 restaurant partners in 4,000 cities. So you might find a new favorite, too. With door-to-door delivery in all 50 U.S. states, Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can order from your local go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, Chick-fil-A, and the Cheesecake Factory. With DoorDash, you'll never have to worry about your next meal. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code BIRDS. That's $5 off your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store, and enter code BIRDS. Don't forget that's code BIRDS for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. Okay, my turn to take over. I really feel like you, I've said this before, the chemistry between you and Tony Pauline is really unlike anything I've seen or heard. It was uh, it was great to witness there live. Now, we don't have a lot of new <clears throat> Eagle stuff to talk about. We are going to get into some topics, but I know what everyone wants to know about right away is, Berm, how about the... the the mayor of Indianapolis, should we call him the king of Indianapolis? How would you? Uh, this is a bow week. This is a this is bow wolf week. I mean, everybody on the streets stopping him. Someone said that his uh, his article on Alan Walking was bad. A. I'm gonna keep it clean for the. Uh, okay. Keep it clean for the audience. So someone else stopped Wish him. Wish they'd tell people so they'd subscribe. Someone else stopped him and said they loved the podcast. Then they shook my hand. Looked like they had never seen or heard <laughs> yes. of me before. So, yes. but uh, <laughs> that, that's okay. So, uh, and then that person, of course, Mike McCarthy. And then, of course, he just no. gave his presentation to the athletic mm. audience. What did you think, Zach? Let's well, be critical. Let's let's let's. I, th- clubs I thought off here. I thought Bo was really good. Bo, he. he Genuinely, he, he, he spoke well, explained himself well. Um, yeah, I thought he did a good job. Tried to keep uh, it short. A, a slight humorous critique. Yeah, please. All, all right, so there were a few other people who spoke before him. Yeah. All the other people made sure to mention all the people they work with. 
Okay. Oh so, you yeah, know, baby. You know, like, oh like, yeah. Uh, the Talk person who, who writes Super Bowl game story oh, yeah. couldn't have been done without you and you. That's person right. Person talking it, about beat yeah. writing. I learned everything from you, and oh, I learned from. Uh, I it, didn't it, even think it, about it, this. It's true, and I said oh, to Zach, "Get up there." I was like, "It's all oh, about me." Oh, you couldn't be any more right yet. Well, let me just say, hold on. Let me just say, okay. So this is that you're right. This was Nate. You know, Nate Taylor, the Chiefs writer, talked about his great Super Bowl game story. Story, credited uh, Lindsey Jones and Rustin. And Rustin Dodd. Rustin Dodd. I mean, it, yep. over the top. Like, yep. this, so nice. He said their bylines should have been on this. <laughs> There's no chance I could have even done this. Very nice. Really, yep. we're trying to get a team atmosphere, right? Absolutely. At, at the Athletic. He did a great job. I, I hope I'm not, you know, I think everyone would be yeah. okay with me mentioning That's this. That's why I, I didn't mention names. Yeah, so it's okay. Yeah, I think yeah. it's okay. Jordan, yeah, she likes to add his sources. Jordan Rodriguez. Uh, the Panthers beat writer, she went up there and she said, I don't know why I'm up here. Everything I learned was from Joe Person. He took me under his wing. Yep. She gave specific examples. And then Bo went up there. I mean, yeah, he looked in my direction like once. I guess that was nice. He you know? mentioned um, the editor. He called him editor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he didn't say I call him by name. He didn't say. Then, I mean, you, not only did he not mention your name, <laughs> he but, he goes, but he goes, you know, he was done talking. And he goes, any questions, Zach? <laughs> I'm putting Zach in Zach an was my crutch. Zach didn't I, I didn't know like to be up there. He was I mean, my crutch. I mean, so, yeah, how do you explain? You know, I go on Bill Barnwell, and I don't yeah. mention birds with friends till the end, and this guy throws a temper tantrum <laughs> for like a week, and now he goes out. I mean, this was the entire NFL staff. You had the co-founder of the company yeah. in the room. No, that's not true. He well, he didn't come in until I finished. <laughs> All right. I mean, you had, you know, our NFL editor, Lisa Wilson, said, I've been waiting for to hear yeah. this oh, presentation. Yeah. He gets up there. It's not like he was going too long, and he couldn't. He started at 302. He ended at 306. <laughs> Four-minute speech. Wow. Shield again with the with the. <laughs> Four minutes, stamp, four minutes speech, and he shield. couldn't even mention our names. They're like, we were just, we don't do anything. And then the uh, the a representative from our our UK branch or you know yeah. our, our UK editorial said he talks to his staff about Bo's article. Oh my we needed God. to take a break after that because Bo's head couldn't fit in the room anymore. Yesterday, we were, we were at a bar, and I'm talking to a guy, and he says, you know, I, he was saying to me, like, I, can't re- I wouldn't really do what you do because I'm not that much into the X's and O's. But he goes, you know who I would really like to be able to write more like? Bo Wolf. I go, this, he's right here. They have a conversation. He's gazzing him up the whole time. Oh, I mean, is he going to yeah. move to Indianapolis? This is ridiculous. Like, this is his event. This all, is all right, absolutely Bo. ridiculous. All right. I thought the Shrine Bowl. We can Bowl get, later, we can mean, get really. later to the Go big ahead. data no, no, no. bowl when no. Shia walked in and it was like Elvis oh, entered, wow. entered the room. A bunch of nerds like, saying they like my one article. <laughs> oh, thank. That's great. Um, thank you to everyone who said I said, <laughs> I said to Zach afterwards that, uh, that I meant I, it was a mistake. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I froze up there. I meant to thank Pete and him and you. I couldn't do these things without you guys covering the other stuff. Now he's, just throwing, West. Stuff. Now he's just throwing West under the uh, bus. In all seriousness, Bo did a good job up there. Well done. Thank you for remembering. I w- that didn't even <laughs> strike me. I'm a naturally selfish person, so when stuff like that happens, it just, you know, goes... Uh, under the radar, but yeah, you're I right. I mentioned because Bo told me afterwards. Well, oh, good. Should, yeah, so yeah, that's okay. why. Yeah. A little self-critique. Wow, nothing. No, I think that's. I think that's fair. Not even a little breadcrumb to the bald Indian in the second row. You know, <laughs> I, I was I thinking about the podcast. Bo. Yeah, you may even mention the podcast. He doesn't say it by name. He doesn't say who he does it with. I mean, we don't even know. Who. I think I need to. I need, I need to say birds with friends. I think the birds with friends brand is I mean, strong enough. Is everybody it? knows. So, I was yeah. going to take my. Is it? <laughs> I was going to take my camera out to take a picture of Bo for our audience, but I thought, you know what? I don't want to make him nervous. He's in a big spot. I was thinking of him. I didn't like being up there one bit he wasn't thinking of us okay. but you know what? Okay. He, he didn't mention marcus epps i i got it in there yeah. baby shoehorn <laughs> that bad boy in if only we were marcus <laughs> yes. epps maybe yeah. next year all right so that that's what everyone has really wanted to hear about 
one topic of conversation, Eagles related. We already did some nice draft talk. That was nice. I wanted to get a, into a little short Doug Peterson conversation. You know, we talked. You think to, he's short? We talked to him earlier. No, I don't. Who we, would you call the short <laughs> Doug Peterson? We talked to him earlier this week, and he said Jeffrey Lurie had nothing to do with his coaching staff hires. We thought that was very fishy, given the way that they came down. Jeff McLean of the Inquirer had a, a good report where he said Doug Peterson actually told Mike Grow after the season that he was coming back. He told us he was coming back, too. Right, but yeah. I mean, to tell the actual guy, think about that. Yeah. The guy's got a family. The guy's trying to plan his career. The head coach, his boss, tells him he's coming back, and then he finds out he's not coming back. I mean, if that doesn't indicate that this was not his decision. You know what that is? What's that? That's a microaggression. Then I don't know what does. And, I mean, people can say, all right, you're making a big deal about this. I don't know. You've got a Super Bowl winning coach who it seems like doesn't have enough, ju- uh, enough juice. We know he doesn't have anything in personnel, but he doesn't have enough doesn't juice. Have, have enough star of David ne- necklaces? To even control his own staff. I mean, am I, am I off base here? Or no, what and think? I think we, ta- I mean, we touched on this the other day. You know, this, the, the, um, the state line, the party line that, you know, Doug just wasn't finished evaluating the staff and, and then you had to make some tough decisions. Of course it's not true. Like, yeah. I think we can say pretty definitively that what happened is Doug wanted to bring Grow back. Jeffrey Lurie said no, and and it was like put up or shut up time, and he had to he had to move on. Mm. Uh, I think that's pretty clearly the case. And you know, it's Jeffrey's team. Doug has certainly earned, uh, you would think, has earned some juice in the building. But I think it sort of tells you that in the pecking order of like Jeffrey Howie Doug, it's Jeffrey Howie Doug. And it tells you where Jeffrey thought the problems were last year. Yeah. Which and is a little concern, which ta- I think is a little concerning. Well, we were talking about this with, with Zach Kiefer uh, because, you know, he covers Frank Reich. And it's not just that, like, it's not just that Mike Rowe was maybe not good enough of an offensive coordinator. It's that they never backfilled. There was no depth in the staff. Like, it, you know, Flip and, and Frank Reich leave. And so Groh comes up and then he's replaced by Gunter Brewer. Mm. And then eventually Carson Walsh, like, it, yeah, we're, we're good, Tony. Don't worry about it. <laughs> the Draft Network, follow him at Tony Pauline. Uh, you're very welcome. Uh, <laughs> um, so, like, yeah, the depth, they needed to refill the, the staff from the bottom up to begin with. And I think, I, I mean, I think it's fair that they moved on from, from Micro. Doug coming clean and saying that Press is the guy who was doing red zone anyway, I think was a little bit telling. Grow was presumably doing third downs, and they were good on third downs. But um, I mean, I think I think the Palace intrigue stuff continues. I think uh, Doug Peterson's weight in the building is is a real story moving forward. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think the best way to phrase it. Um, we talked about this after the moves were made. If 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 you're under the misconception that that like uh, that Jeffrey Lurie's an absentee owner. Um, Although that's a misconception. I mean, he's he's around. He's very involved. He's very involved in decisions. Now, he's not picking the right guard, but he is. He's uh, not picking the wrong one. <laughs> but but he, that's a good one. Uh, no, it's not. But, but he does look. His his voice is heard, and his his voice is the most important voice because ultimately, he signs the paychecks. Everyone reports. You know, Howie and Doug report to him. Um, but uh, it is a fair characterization that if you're li- and, and w- that if if you're talking about the order of power in this organization, it does go Jeffrey Howie, and I don't even know if I would put Doug for. I'm gonna put Carson over Doug. You know, mm-hmm. um, that if if like if push came to shove, 
if if Carson had an issue with Doug, you know, I, I think uh, I think they'd side with Carson, and, and that's not to take anything away from Doug. Doug is an accomplished head coach. He's done a really good job. I yeah. think uh, he won a Super Bowl. He's been in the playoffs three or four years. He's done a um, great job. I should say, but but I yeah, I agree. Great family man. <laughs> but I think that they are going to uh, you know if if you're looking for the pecking order, the general manager is ahead of them, and certainly the owners at the top. So. Um, you know, and it, as long as they coexist, that's fine. But if you cover the Eagles organization, uh, you always need to be mindful of 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 the inner machinations and of of potential either drama or, or conflict. Yeah, the personalities at play. Yeah, and I only say that because it, there's there's two decades of evidence of this, right? Like there's it, yeah, there's two decades of evidence that eventually, when you have strong-willed people or high high profile high uh, big personalities um you know these things are something to watch well it's also unusual i mean i you know most coaches do get to pick their own staff and then maybe not everyone but i remember jo- doing those q a's with joe banner and he felt pretty strongly that this is like if you don't trust the coach to pick his own staff then you know you don't trust the coach kind of thing and uh so so that is surprising and then add on to that that this guy won a super bowl for you and it is uh it is pretty surprising and interesting that, um, you know, if our read on this is correct and Jeffrey Lurie felt like he had to step in, that you're going into a season where, you know, Doug Peterson has a staff where he didn't, he, the guys he has aren't necessarily the guys he wanted. I mean, that is interesting. Well, not necessarily. I mean, we don't know if it's not the guys he, he wanted. Okay. You know, but because, like, he, I do believe Doug picked his own staff. I don't believe this, the staff was picked for okay. Doug. But the, I but, think that's but, right. But I think the, there was probably, yeah. uh, you know, he was probably told he. Somebody from like the Shanahan tree or something like that. I think at least a strong suggestion. Or, but I think you're right. Doug got yeah. to pick the guys. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't think this. But staff he was, was also first. told who he had to get rid of. Y- yes, yeah, these guys yeah. wouldn't be here if this if it were his that, first choice. Yeah, yeah, part of, okay. I've, I have a quick piece of news. Um, the Browns are hiring Sean Holes as director of high performance. A source says this is according to Mike Garofolo from the NFL Network. Um, so old Zebram partner. Old Zebram partner. Yep. So uh, so. That's remind people who he is. Sean Holes, who was the director of sports science, and then I think you meant remind who Garofolo is. No, <laughs> no. Uh, and then his title was elevated, um, and re- he had been with the Eagles from 2013. Chip through, Kelly originally yep, hired through right? yeah. the 2019 season. Uh, so that was a seven-year period, and then his contract was not renewed this year. His contract expired. They let it expire. Uh, the Eagles hired um, someone from the Los Angeles Rams to take over. And uh, and so Sean Holes lands in Cleveland. Now, if you wanted to bet on someone in Cleveland, you know, say the mm. Cleveland Cavaliers, I know one way to do it. That's DraftKings. All-star breaks are in the past, and teams have their sights set on securing their place in the playoff race. Over in college hoops, teams are jockeying for tournament seating. So much action, so little time, and DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, can get you right into the middle of all the action. The XFL is back to scratch everyone's itch for football. Check out the DraftKings Sportsbook app to see what special promotions they're offering on the most extreme league in the U.S. American-made DraftKings Sportsbook is a safe and secure betting app. You can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. It's no wonder DraftKings Sportsbook is America's top-rated sportsbook app. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app Now, and use the code TOSS for a limited time, all new users 
can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook has a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Don't forget, enter code TOSS and get your sign-up bonus up to $1,000 only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Pennsylvania only, in partnership with Meadows Racetrack and Casino. Bonus compromised, comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Depo- deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GRAMBLER. Gambler. <laughs> 1-800-GAMBLER. Not 1-800-GRAMBLING. Okay. All right. Now, anything else to get to on I the was, Doug Peterson front? Well, not Doug Peterson front, but Eagles I, I, front. Yeah, I, I was just in, and this isn't like um, a breaking news or a big, hot, fresh take, but, uh, and it's it's fairly obvious from what Howie Roseman said, but, but just you're asking people at the, at the combine that, that you meet about what they kind of expect. And, and one thing I, I heard yesterday uh, repeatedly, but especially was, was that, the Eagles are gonna be really active. There was mm. there was one person who said they got some things up their sleeve. Oh, so um, so just just watch out. You know, this is gonna be and Howie Roseman is. What do you think uh, that means? <clears throat> like multiple? I, they don't have quite as much money as they can't just be going out spending willy nilly. I, I think they can make one big splash. I think that's something up their sleeve. If they sign a Byron Jones, a Yannick Ngakwe, um, or if they know, do what they did the in 2016, where. It's 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 not the highest paid guy, but maybe two but, of the top yeah. fifty or yeah. something. Yeah, like okay. like they had top Rod- fifty in NFL.coms or yours. What do you think? <laughs> uh, they had Rodney McLeod, Brandon Brooks, day one, and and, and those are two like thirty million plus two starters. starters. Yeah, I yeah. think if you sign so, like, two legit starters, too legit to quit. Yeah, and so I think that uh, that this is not a team that's going to be playing the margins or is an active, you know, is, is an active on the, on day one is kind of waiting it out. I think they're going to be aggressive when the market opens. Wasn't, wasn't there another year mm. where they kind of market s- talk. sent like out that. these hints or signals and then didn't do anything and everybody got really mad. Am I thinking of the Eagles? Was this, a, this is another team? I don't know. It's okay. um, a question for uh, Zach. Yeah, He's the I don't one know. with the, not, with the memory. Because they are. I mean, I don't know. Are we making too much of it? Or, I mean, you're, well, you're saying you, you're hearing from not only the Howie stuff, but from other people. So, yeah, if they don't do anything, people will probably be uh, be upset. But, yeah, it doesn't seem like this is one where they're going to sort of lay back, yeah. sit out. Maybe they'll pay uh, $30 million to bring Vitae back. Yeah, I don't think that's what they <laughs> And Peters. Exactly. Okay. Trade right. Dillard for an eighth. But, uh... Another big takeaway. Now okay. we're now we're going to shift over to Zebra. Okay. We've had uh, many a nice really? meal. We've gotten to spend some oh, nice. Oh yeah, we got to get into this. Some nice quality time together. But you know, I, I made the observation that Zach approaches every interaction like he is a reporter. Mm-hmm. You know, we had an Uber driver who said, you know, he he used to live in Alaska. Where in Alaska? What's Alaska like? Do you go back to Alaska? Why don't you live in Alaska now? To be, I mean, <laughs> at, a, to be at a meal with well, this, with yeah. Zach is like being at a press conference with a waitress. <laughs> Wait, being at a press conference with the waitress. <laughs> like, she is the head coach. Uh, well, that was yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday, like that. he was very, I mean, my gosh. I've never seen anything like this. The poser woman. Do you want to role play it? Uh, no. <laughs> and anytime poor you ask woman. me that question, the answer is no, just for future reference. Uh, so, the yeah, we had a, a nice waitress. We went out uh, for dinner. And Zach goes, Zach, I was meeting with somebody afterwards. And Zach goes, oh, uh, I'll order quickly. I want to be respectful of your time because, you know, I had to get going. And then it's uh, humble brag. 
and then and then it's uh, <laughs> so. Uh, what's the most What's the most popular burger here? What What, what are the three most popular burgers? Okay. What's and, your uh, favorite and, burger? And what's your favorite burger? Okay. And uh, so the bacon on this the bacon one. Analysis. How big is this bacon? Because I'm not a big bacon. I don't want the bacon to be like the feature. I want the bacon. I just like I want a little bacon on the side. Oh, it's oh, it's like a big piece of bacon. All right. Well, then let me look elsewhere. Um, okay. What about this? How how much root beer glaze is on this burger? Is it? Okay. I forget. Oh, you did he? Did you he can't want taste, more root beer? You can't, I think he wanted more, more root, root beer, beer glaze. glaze yeah. yeah. He okay. wasn't happy with the limited this one, root beer glaze. Oh, this one's more popular. What What's been the most popular burger today? <laughs> by the By the way, and then he he places the order. And then he orders the drink, and she walks away, and then he goes, wait, hold on a second. Did I make the right order? <laughs> uh, for those of you who think Bo is exaggerating, he, that is almost that's not even word, the full That's thing. almost verbatim <laughs> for how it went. Uh, and this is a, apparently how you operate at This day. is what Gilb warned me about when I first asked him. This is how you operate yeah. with wait staffs? I like to make them feel appreciated and engaged. Well, I know. Yeah. I mean, I'm very polite. Yeah, so I like to do that, validate too. Validate their opinion. Yeah. Well, now she, I wanted to she's make got it. a lot of tables to get to, though. You were wasting her time. Uh, uh, it, was, it was 15 <laughs> seconds. Oh. I want to be respectful of your time. <laughs> now, um, we have to make a distinction. This is not. This is, like, very um, uh, authentic, like, back and forth from Zach. It's not like the next table over where the guy was like, uh, let me let me ask you a question. I'm newly single, <laughs> and like, what would a guy do to like talk to a girl? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not like that. No, it's I like, was like, ready to knock look, that guy look, out. I I also want woman had a wedding ring on. Like, what, no. what are you doing, dude? I also okay. want to clarify, by the way, because a pet peeve of mine is when someone orders something and like changes 18 things on the on the thing that's listed. I'm not doing that. Like, I'm simply saying you went, you brought her back to be like, uh, did I, I make the right order? When she came back, I didn't call her back. No, there was one callback. She, yeah, was, you she literally was had ended away. a conversation. Yes. She's like, finally, I'm out of this. Starts walking away, <laughs> right. and you yelled something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I like, hey, oh, oh, jeez, <laughs> my God, sorry. sorry, listeners, did not do that. Jeez. Did not do that. And, and poor <laughs> Kent is like, what the hell? <laughs> you just woke him up. <laughs> it's the uh, first time he's been awake for one of our uh, episodes. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so I enjoy, I enjoy talking to people, and uh, yeah, boy, or, boy, burgers, are we opposites. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed talking to Kent the other night. That was nice. Oh, I like talking to Kent. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Get to know Kent. He puts in all this work for us, puts up with our nonsense. Yeah. Yes. Good yeah. to talk to you, too. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Zach. We Thank had a good you, time. Good, yes. Nice pizza. Good recommend. Thank Appreciate you. that. Thank you. Thank By the way, Zach knows every pizza place. Just if you ever yeah. see Zach in public, just yeah. ask him where to eat pizza. Yeah. His, yeah. His, his, he choice. likes that bit. He yeah. wants his 32 pizza places and 32 cities article to come out. Well, well first, I was only 31 cities in the NFL. I know people um, are wondering. So we, we, we did get our uh, own pizzas. Bo got uh, outvoted. Yeah. So I didn't get outvoted. That was the, it was the clear. I wasn't pushing for it. Mm, I'll be the judge of that. Okay. So uh, that, that was interesting, Zach. You're very uh, friendly, outgoing. I said, you know, when you were younger, you must have been, you know, on, on dates or talking to... Uh, Girls or, or women, you must have been uh, pretty good at that. You don't seem very shy. Have you ever been he described said he as was, shy? He was, said he was good on first dates, bad on second yeah, dates. Yeah, we didn't really get a clarification yeah. of what that. I, I didn't really understand why that was. Because <laughs> the first date, they think he's interested. And then the second date, they're like, okay, back off. They think he's off. annoying. <laughs> yeah, okay. Right. No, that's not the case. It's well, okay. not the case. It's that the, the first date, you could just ask all about them. The second date, you actually have to start like talking about yourself oh. a little more. And I don't like doing that, as we've learned on the podcast. I'd much rather ask them I questions. mean, Bo, on the other hand, he would feel very comfortable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He Bo. wouldn't mention anyone in his family. <laughs> yes, or, yeah. Yes. 
Well, it's not like I'm giving an, an award acceptance yeah. speech up there. I don't have to be like thanking God for the opportunity to talk to Josh McCown. It is true though. Both like, both does love talking about Poe. So <laughs> he loves him some him. <laughs> I know that's right. If no one else is going to uh, say it, all right. Let's get to since we have. Uh, I feel like we, have you know, this is going to be the longest episode. Yeah. Is there we, anything you want to say about Shield, by the way? Yeah. Go ahead. What do you yeah, got? Yeah. Because we. Both, oh, yeah, we do. Got to get on Shield a little <laughs> what bit. What did I do? Well, I mean, he is like I'm he goes great in social settings. He goes. He goes to the the big data bowl, and it's like everybody's coming over. Like, oh, she, oh man, you you really ter- changed the conversation. It's, I love your work. Nobody. And said then Bob that. Myers is talking oh, that's about impressive. your article. That was impressive. Mike no. Dunleavy Jr. sending no. it around. Let's not, let's not pretend like your head's not the, the size of this convention center right now. All right, getting to the questions. <laughs> that is impressive, though, Bob Myers. That's... You've got nothing else on Shield? Yeah. Um, on Shield? No, not yet. I'm, he's good. It's like I told you. I'm a natural. <laughs> this is what my wife says about me. You know, like, I'm a natural curmudgeon. She's like, if people only knew what you were really like. But I enter a social setting with work people. I can hold my own there. I'm not going to be a curmudgeon in front of everybody. You know, I saved that for you guys and the I audience. The big, I think the big takeaway from, uh, from Sheila this week was, was just how bagged up you were on, on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, you weren't looking yeah. too great yesterday. I was friend. feeling great yesterday. Okay. I, feel, I feel great today. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's get to the questions. Mr. E. This is getting a burden edgewise. I'll be the judge of that. Says, how far up would you jump? How much would you give up? To go get one of these top receivers, yeah. All right, I'll I'll jump in on on this. Um, I think it's it's a worthwhile discussion to have if you're if you disagree with Tony Pauline and you think that there's a if you think the drop off is after the three that receivers was interesting and not the, yeah yeah. So like, let's say you think Ruggs is number three and and you think it's kind of ambiguous who's four, five, six. Um, I don't think they're going to be in position to trade up for Lamb or or for Judy because I think in order to do that you're probably going to have to give up a first round pick next year and I you know because you're probably looking to the top top yeah. 10 or top 12 maybe probably 12 you don't have to give up first round next year but you're going to have to give up significant stakes. I think if you start talking about the 15 to 20 range like we the scenario you had in yeah. the mock draft the other day that's when you're maybe like you, the Diller trade last year a small ex- trade up ex- yeah. Exactly. So if you're talking about 21 to 17 um, and then you start to kind of look at what teams are on the board, who they might take. I'm going to say this, and, and this isn't like a controversial take, but the best thing that can happen for the Eagles, the absolute best thing that could happen is if like Jordan Love gets pushed up the board, Justin Herbert gets pushed up the board. Well, I, I shouldn't even say pushed up the board, but Love, Love Herbert, even uh, let's say Jacob Eason, if he gets pushed up the board. Right, you if, think about like the guys that you want to go before 21. You want four quarterbacks to five, go. Five, potentially. Maybe five. Yeah. Maybe five offensive tackles exactly. to go. Chase Young is going to go. Uh, Akuda is going to go. That's Isaiah 12 Simmons. right there. Yeah. Isaiah Simmons, that's 13. And Pro- then probably three receivers, but by then and, you're and in then 16. Derek Brown can also that in right. that case Derek Brown, right? Yeah. Yeah. So in that case, you're at a point where where a receiver could drop. Now that said, I, I mean my my bold prediction is that all three receivers are gone by ten. And if that's the case, then by you don't trade by ten. Really? Yeah. What what were? Give me the terms of the Andre Dillard trade last year. I think well, it was the fourth, right? First, they and gave him three picks: a, Four, a first, a fourth, and a sixth. Yeah. Which, by the way. You know, Howie Roseman keeps talking about they had 10 picks in two years. They had nine picks going oh, into yeah. last year's draft. That's wow. right. They ended up with They five. traded the seventh for Ridgeway. Right. Yeah. A first, a fourth, and a sixth to move up. How many spots was it? I 25 to 20. 25 to, t- to 21. 
No, no, it's a, 22. Tw- yeah. So my an- spots, yeah. my answer is I would not trade up. I, I can't write the piece I just wrote last week and then advocate trading up for a, a wide receiver. I mean, especially, you know, their track record there isn't exactly exactly great. They shouldn't be that confident in their evaluations um, unless it's— If you're talking like, you know, giving up a, uh, one pick to move up two spots to get rugs, like, I'm okay with that, but— I guess so. Yeah, so the Eagles traded so, up yeah. from, from 25 to 22. And they gave up 127 and 197. Uh, I'm sorry. They gave up 127 and 197 in the process. Right. Okay. All right. Well, good question. But you're right. That, that K.J. Hamler, I was shocked by the tone. I have, have you heard anyone else argue for K.J. Hamler in the three, top three? No. I've heard him discussing that next year, but not as the number three. I mean, and then the I, I have heard the NFL comp to be Tavon Austin, which is not would not yeah. make me excited. No. no. I mean, we'll see. Okay. All right. Kent can speak to Tavon Austin's abilities. Yes. All right, let's see. Uh, he doesn't like the questions. Yeah, yeah well, geez. they're okay. Shout out the listeners. All right, let's just go through, go through them all right. Uh, Pro Bowl MVP, loyal listener says, what shows are we watching this offseason, fellas? Uh, went, you know, I went through the big movie January, February, so I haven't turned my full attention to a show uh, recently. Huh. You know, put on the background, do a little Great British Bake Off, good background show. Oh, you can watch that with Naya. Oh, she likes she it? She loves the baking uh, shows. Me and I well, would have a great time she watching the Great show. British Big Off. Okay. Um, Sometimes they uh, get a little racy, but that's okay. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> not the, the Bake Off. I don't know. I, I never pay attention. Mr. Wonderful. I think he's wonderful. Um, yeah, I, I, I've heard good things about The Outsider. I haven't checked that out yet. Nor have you I. You know, I'll watch like a Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but uh, I, I, enthusiasm I, I, I don't have a, I, I have a big yeah, one. I've got that. Yeah, I don't think I have anything else. I'm I gotta get, to I gotta get a regular, next, uh, a next big thing in the regular. Uh, yeah, I've pounded out crashing real quickly. Uh, the British you know, the TV Waller Bridge, yeah. So, and Curb, you, how'd you rate it? Very good. Okay, very good. Yeah, so Curb's the show that I watch for me, and then uh, I, I watch uh, a I couple watch, show. Yeah, I watch This Is Us with my wife. Okay. Yeah, and you know what, Zach? It's a big week coming up for Zach. Why is that? He's got the Louis C.K. show that he's going to. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I have he come. asked. He, he asked for consent, and he was allowed to buy the tickets. <laughs> his uh, uh, his uh, his hero. <laughs> let's stop short of that. I, I enjoy good I enjoy comedy. All right, I feel like this those, is where the yeah. host has to take control. Yeah, thank right. you. Uh, Kill a cow says uh, any Kinsey sightings would love. <laughs> How did he know? Would love an updated Kinsey scale ranking <laughs> for each of you. Of course, this goes back to your previous Tony Pauline. Uh, yeah, just well, a great and I got to tell you, I saw a tweet the other day that uh, Calvin Throckmorton said that his uh, the toughest player he went up against was John Pinasini. So Throckmorton and Pinasini together, as it always uh, should have been. Joe McBee says, which Birds with Friends sponsor will lead to the most life-ruining impulse decision? Robin Hood, DraftKings, or Roman? <laughs> That's a fantastic question. That's a good question. Uh, DraftKings. Well, but dra- I think DraftKings has limits, right? Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I guess it depends on if your you're bankroll. A, if you're a guy who loves to play the market like Zach, you know, could get, could get dicey. Well, this yeah, week it could it be does. Robin Hood. This I mean, week's yeah. definitely dicey, okay. yeah. All right, uh, XFL thoughts he wants to know about. I haven't watched a minute. You guys? Yeah, no thoughts except that uh, Coach Flynn texts us about. Uh, he loves the P.J. Walker. loves the P.J. Walker. Yeah, yeah, Temple. He says he should be a backup in the NFL. You agree? He thinks, yeah, he, he thinks he's better than, like, half the backups in the NFL. He's playing well. I liked him at Temple, too. Berman Coach Flynn. Uh, I appreciate it. I got um, The love is alive. I got some love you got, from Coach you Flynn. You got a on. quote tweet from the yeah. coach the other day. You yeah. got a quote tweet from Coach Flynn? Yeah. yeah. I appreciate seeing on that. On what? On uh, DeAndre Swift's cheesesteak preferences. Yeah. Wow. Delisandros. Yeah, so, yeah DeAndre. DeAndre Swift likes Delisandros and Ishka Bibbles. 
Yeah, so love is in the air. Okay. Here's my here's my take. I had the Angelo's cheesesteak. I think it's the best cheesesteak I've had in Philadelphia. More than Woodrow's? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I, I, Woodrow's is a little bit a uh, little bit overrated to me. Okay. But people people love. I mean, love I, I, I Sandro's is would I, be my favorite. But I like Del Sandro's. My other hot take is is Angelo's sandwiches far superior to their pizzas. No, oh, yeah, yeah. They they're. Uh, I mean, we'll talk about this off the air. They're not a uh, a sponsor, right? Uh, we don't talk off the air. <laughs> this is it. If you need to say anything to I know, me, we've got a, we've got like a we've got a cocktail hour reception after this. Oh, uh, we're holding Ken up, and so, yeah. and Sheil is not going to talk to us at all during that. He's gonna he's gonna well, he's gonna be a bump uh, Why like would a, I? There's a hundred people there. Guys, who I don't see it all. Both of you guys like celebrities at the yes, company. Sir, I just yes. want, you, no, want I, you to know I, that we notice that you you act better than us when we're in social settings. That's all. Well. I, I try to act better than you when I'm with you also, so you know, there shouldn't really be much of a difference. All right, Mike Deegan wants to know, where's the presentation audio? I couldn't do it. I didn't feel right about it. You know, maybe if Bo keeps acting like he is, maybe I'll try to get the audio from our bosses to play. It was very underwhelming, I can tell or you that. everybody. It was great. Another, wow, another XFL question. Who has more 2020, this is from Justin Yost, who has more 2020 TD passes, Eagles backup? Or former Eagles backup Matt McGloin in the XFL. Ooh, so right. you're banking on a Carson injury? Uh, I'll go Matt McGloin in the XFL. I'll go with that too. Yeah, sure. Okay. Wow, Bo is not. The, the, I don't know. What's I, the opposite of I'm here for it? I'm not here for it. With <laughs> miss the XFL me with that. Questions. All right. Uh, Barney asks: Is Bo considering? Uh, I don't. I don't know what's going on with this question. Is Bo considering getting the John Travolta Nick Cage? Face-off surgery, and if so, which reporter yeah, would he swap know. with? It's a it's a it's a question face-off reference. I don't. Oh. I don't I, uh, I've never seen the movie, and it might be a callback to this week's Brooklyn Nine Nine oh. or two weeks ago. Oh, okay. okay, I don't uh, know. So, that's a good question. Then, if, if I had to pick a face uh, from the beat, probably John Clark. Yeah, handsome guy. Yeah, I could. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Freddie Shoop says, oh, "Insulted." It, it kind of feels. <laughs> it kind of feels like Bo has thought about this before. But uh, Freddie asks, asks, "That'll be my rankings. I'll do instead of Jimmy's. I'll do a ranking of the faces on the beat." <laughs> Ask Bo to explain the genesis of his draft website named Draft Bang. I think this is some low-hanging fruit you and Zach need to look into. No, I, think I, I told you they get, they get much question. worse than that. Uh, Jamie wants to know: Did anyone ask Howie or Doug about moving Maddox to safety? No, because it's not that. their decision. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah look, uh, that's a question that will come up at the owners' meetings in March. Okay. Uh, the after party wants to know. This is a good question. When is Zeberm going to get his name in the intro? That's true. This is really disrespectful. I know. It is. I mean, it's can tough. I, I can't imagine much. if this was like you and your name wasn't in the intro yet. I mean, we would be hearing it's about too it much. nonstop. We got to do it. I, you know, I appreciate. Uh, that. I might have to start. To, I might have to. Rip the rhymes myself. Okay. Thanks for looking out. I'm here for that. Uh, Alex wants to know. This is a good one, Zach. This is real. What stocks would you peck, nest, and migrate as a big markets guy? I'm interested. Yeah, let's bring it on. Well, this week I wouldn't touch anything right now. So, I mean, why don't you want to buy low? Well, yeah, but I I mean, I I don't know if the dip's finished. (laughs) Do you know what that means? I don't know if the dip's finished. I mean, it's, it's, look, uh, yeah, I I mean, I think, well, I'm not going to give market advice on here. Why not? Why? Because that that comes, with, like, that comes with actual ramifications. No, don't follow well, yeah, this yeah, advice. Don't this follow is the advice. Yeah. Here, this is the advice I'll give you. Okay, give us one of them. No, give us I'm, one to Nestor. Migrate. I'm going to yeah. give you advice. If if there's a company that that you believe in, like if you use their products a lot, okay, every day, and you believe in that company, invest in them. 
because like like you're a consumer who, who, who believes in the product. So for instance, no, I don't how agree with that. You're putting you're trusting your own taste too. Well, much. look here. There's in front of me here. I see three Apple laptops. I see I have an iPhone. You have an iPhone. Clearly, we're, yeah. There's an iPhone. There's another iPhone. So clearly, there's a lot of Apple consumers here. Apple. Uh, this is like Parasite. No, this is like Jerry Judy. <laughs> this is your version. Apple. Uh, no. You're giving us Apple. No, I'm not. Look, look. I'm, not, I'm saying. Look, uh, I use Amazon. I I use Amazon a lot. Okay? Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The insight that the three of us are bringing the listeners. No, please, the best listeners, picture winner. Be really Jerry careful. Judy be really careful. I'm not giving you blue uh, insider uh, advice. <laughs> I'm not giving you. I'm not giving you like the. I'm, I'm giving you a philosophical thing, okay? Not. Uh, I'm not mentioning like particular companies. All right. Like philosophically. This, this is. A, we're gonna have to do a weekly segment with Zach's market watch. I thought it was just a one-off, but that was too good. Thank you for that great question. All right, uh, Joe wants to know. Is there any chance they just cut Alshon Jeffrey and take that huge hit? And is that the worst decision how he is made? I'll, I'll take this one. Yeah, there definitely is a chance. I mean, we've laid out the options before. It's that either you just keep him on the roster. If you're not worried about the locker room ramifications, you can do that. You can see how healthy he is at some point during the season. You can see what the state of your wide receiver position is. Again, if you're comfortable with him within the culture, you could do that. But there, there's a very good chance that they say, you know what, we, we liked when Carson Wentz got to take over with the younger players last year, we thought that brought out some leadership in him. We thought the team played with more juice. We made a huge mistake guaranteeing Alshon Jeffrey's salary. There's nothing we can do about it now. We'll learn from it, but we are just cutting him and taking the hit. The CBA the- is a critical component. Yeah. Yes. Explain the- that. So the, the June 1st designation. So right now there can't be a, June first, a, a post-June 1st designation for cutting someone because there's no league year after this upcoming league year. If this new CBA is, is ratified, and it, it certainly looks like it's going in that direction, I don't pretend to have insider information on that, but um, if, it's, if it's ratified and you have 10 years of labor peace, then you can use that June 1st designation, and that changes where that cap hit comes. And the second part of that question, is it the worst decision he's ever made? I would say it's the worst Extension. It's the worst internal contract decision that he has made. Mm. Usually, he, I mean, usually they, they do a very good job with those. Uh, they sign guys early, and it turns out that they're going to be under market value. Like, Wentz's deal is going to look great this offseason. But that is the worst that, that they've had. Okay. I would have to give that some thought, but it feels like it would I mean, definitely Vin, be right up there. There was a bad Vinnie Curry one, but it, it was nowhere near as bad as okay. this. Uh, what was the laughs to awkward silence ratio during Bo's presentation? Uh, no awkward silences. He, 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 I feel like he got a laugh or yeah. something, right? I got a laugh yeah. from Marcus Epps. That's what I got a laugh and, for. And okay. yeah, the, oh, our, our NFL editor loved the. Yeah. She like was just like, yeah. wow, that is like next level. And, and he got a few laughs for the uh, Washington ham. ham yeah, yeah, he did a little self self deprecation, saying yes. he's got a screw loose. Oh uh, yeah, classic move in that setting. Yeah. Uh, but he did make sure to thank the company. I thought for the, giving him yeah. the opportunity to write these kinds of stories. Did right? he? Or for, I thanked the growth team. The growth team, that's what it was. Okay. Yeah, the growth team, yes. Uh, the only awkward silence that maybe there was was when he just yelled at you and said, any questions, yeah. Zach? And no one knew what was going on. I needed you to be my crutch. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Uh, my, Zach, I don't know if you want to answer this or not, but ask Zach if – there's a lot of stock questions. Yeah. If yeah. PepsiCo, P-E-P, <laughs> is a buy, sell, or hold. <laughs> um, Do you guys see this thing about the Diet Pepsi in the, um, in the media room? 
Apparently, they ran uh, out of Diet Pepsi, and some uh, reporter started yelling. Like, I, what? They were like, we're going to go get some more. He's like, I need it now. What? <laughs> no. Who was the reporter? Uh, yeah, you probably uh, shouldn't say. No, it wasn't the, the – J.P. Finley of the uh, Washington – and like the CSN Washington, yeah. is the one who tweeted about it, but he didn't say who the reporter oh, was. Okay. Uh, what, did you want, you want to answer Pepsi? Sorry. No, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at their chart now. Um, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm going to refrain from giving He's advice. He pulled it up. He's got a graph on his. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to refrain from giving advice here. All right. So, but yeah. this, actually, this is a good, uh, legit question from Benjamin uh, Price. The previous one was from Shane McNichol, by the way. Uh, what steps did Bo need to go through to be able to follow the scout? Did he need to get permission from the Eagles, Tennessee? How did he actually get it set up? I feel like a lot of people are actually wondering about this. For those who don't know what uh, what the listener is talking about, Bo has a story on The Athletic where he went to an official school visit with an Eagle scout, documented what he saw that day. So, Bo, any insights there? Well, I don't want to get into too much of the uh, how the sausage is made. Oh, but, this guy. Um, it was not through Tennessee. It was through, it was through, the, it was through the Eagles after uh, some... You know, uh, a long period of pitching a story like that and hoping to get it made. And uh, it took a couple of years to get it to happen. And then uh, they they chose Allen. Um, and then it sort of worked through where he had good connections, where it was going to work and um, and stuff like that. So, I mean, uh, somebody was asking, like, what their level of control was. That they, The Eagles had no control over what was in the story, but there's a, you know, there's a, a level of trust yeah. uh, that you have to develop. So Okay. Uh, Corey asked, should the Eagles look at Alec Ogletree, who was uh, no. l- released by the Giants as an inexpensive veteran LB to add to that room? I say no, too. That guy stinks. Correct. Okay. Anyone disagree? Yeah. Wow. What are Zberm's thoughts on the market? This is really <laughs> people are loving. Uh, look, it's it's been a it's it's been a tough week, but uh, my guess is is that um, my guess is over if 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 you're going to invest long term, I think it's going to rebound. So. Mm. Is that like by by bonds? Is that the uh, is that the advice you're giving? I don't know. No. No. All right. CJ wants to know when the one reporter asked about the wide receiver coach turnover and Doug said, you're next. Did you guys laugh? Uh, I did not. I did not. I I generally in those situations will give a, you know, like a little smile. I don't want to act like a jerk or just stone face them. But I So he said that to Paul Domowicz. That'd be an interesting hire. Okay. I think we both we all know that Dama would much rather play two tight ends. He would much yeah. rather be coaching the tight ends. Yes. Jerry yes. says, "Is Bo planning on reclining uh, his seat on the flight home too?" Or no? People thought we really let you off the hook for your. Uh, I didn't recline airplane behavior. I did not recline. Sir, that came up, by the way. I in would the, never uh, recline in the meeting. He was asked about Bo was asked about the uh, ranking the prospects or talking the prospects yeah. about air, airplane etiquette. And that's when I reference birds with friends. Brendan wants to know Birdline, which will be mocked more. Zeberm by Bo Wolf for doing his job well or the first round. Well, <laughs> shot at Wait, Bo. I, get it. I think you mocking Zach for just doing his job or or the first round of the draft, which will be mocked more. Oh well, I mean, yeah, you mocked the me draft. the other. You you mocked me on the other day for going to interviews at the combine. <laughs> that was literally what you mocked. You mocked me for not sitting in my hotel room. That's fair. Yes. All right, let's do three more here because yeah. I know we want to go. Kent Nepa wants to know how many times did Bo laugh at his own jokes during his presentation? <laughs> Never, not Never. once. Yeah, no. I don't think he did yeah, that. He did not. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's see. Make sure this is appropriate. All right, Ancient Grains says Pecknast migrate sandals in public showers, putting po- toilet paper down on the seat in public toilets, washing your hands after using the restroom. Oh, that brings up a question that you wanted to address that happened the other night. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. So I'll, I'll, I'll do this very quickly here. Um, is that there's someone you want to talk to. 
when you're at a urinal. Introduce yourself to. Yeah, right? introduce yourself to. Or let's just say for the sake okay. of, our, of our listeners, you want to say hello to somebody. You're at a urinal. I don't like talking at the urinal at all. No. Okay. Yeah, I So agree. then, yeah, so let's, let's all agree we're not talking at the urinal. Do you say hello when you're at the sink? Or do you wait until the hands are washed and dry before you go to? I think if you already know the person, you can say hello at the sink. If you're sink. introducing yourself, you got to wait till you're out and your hands are dry. I don't know if I agree. I almost like the sink, you know, because you're next to them. You're both washing <laughs> your hands. Sink man. You say hello because here's the problem. You know, you say your hands are dry. But listen, you can't get them totally dry after that. So then you're giving this handshake with like oh, some soapy wipe, water yeah, wipe, in between yeah, yeah. your uh, fingers. And it's, it's really not really enjoyable, okay. that type of handshake. Okay. I think it's fine. I would say the first move I would do, I think it's fine to say, hey, you know, I'm Zach Bourbon, yeah. yada, you know. Yeah. And then, then you have a conversation, you know, you talk on the way out. There you go. Okay. Uh, so so to the question, um, well, I'm definitely... Um, nesting the washing your hands yeah. after you use the bathroom. That was, like, an, that was an interesting <laughs> inclusion there. Yeah. Ancient that's, grains. That's a, that's a, yeah. I mean, Those that's are a not all on the same that's, level. Yeah. That's, okay. Yeah, um, that's a price of entry. And, yeah. then, and then what are the other two? Sandals in public showers, putting toilet paper I mean, down I mean, on the seat in public toilets. When's the last time you used a we're public old. shower? Yeah, we're not yeah. in a yeah. dorm I guess anymore. A, I, guess well, a sh- I guess at the gym. I'm, I'm migrating. Oh, I'm not doing that. I'm migrating the sandals because I'm not using the public shower. Yeah. And then I'll I'll, I agree with I'll that. pack the uh, yeah the toilet seat. You do the TP on the seat. Yeah, you having a seat. Yeah, I do. Yeah, the, the situation calls for it. It's all about the situation. It's all about. I the definitely situation. don't always do that. Yeah. What's your move when uh, you're in the public stall? The lock doesn't exactly work. You might hear some footsteps in there. You give a little cough. Make sure everyone knows. Don't even think about coming in this <laughs> one. I do that. No. What's your move if you if you hear that? I've never been in that situation. You've never been in that situation. That situation that yeah. often. Yeah. Where the lock on the door doesn't work and you're sitting in a public. I'm toilet? probably not even going on there at that point. Okay. Yeah, I'm not even using it. What's your move if someone? I mean, if if I do that, I would just have my hand on there, like. Well, what? Yeah, what's your move if you hear the door open like a little bit? No whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I think that's probably what, uh, I, what I sound like in that situation. But, yeah, the foot is imperative yeah, there. Yeah. Kick that bad boy. You guys are very uncomfortable with that. I don't know if there's a story you're going to tell me off air. I thought it was a normal birds with friend conversation. You both, like, just clammed up all of a sudden. Very odd. Okay. All right. Let's get to this last one. This is probably, well, no, you both, like, are fashion yourself as a foodie. So Connor McNamara says, Three Philadelphia restaurant recommendations. I'll be in Philly for a week, traveling traveling alone in April. That is from Connor, who I believe is okay. coming let's from, go, uh, let's I go believe, at, Ireland. Uh, one at different uh, price yeah, points. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'd say at the top, Zahav is the one uh, is the one I would say. You want to spend a little bit more, special experience, classic Philly place. Tier two, if you like... Um, if you like some Thai, I think you could recommend Kalaya if you want a little Philly BYO experience. The other one I would say at that level is if you want like a people-watching experience, Park is good for that at Rittenhouse. And then you want the lower-level place, uh, money-wise. Um, I mean, Angelo's is a, is a, good, yeah, is a, good, is a good one. And uh, you want some pizza? I like a Nomad. You like a Tacanelli's. Yeah, so my number one, will, like if in, in your high-class or your not high-class, your high-price point, uh, or relatively high price point would I'd say Vernick. That's 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 my favorite spot okay. there. Um, and then I'll I'll go with the pizza and a sandwich. All right, so pizza I'd, I would go Tacanelli's, and then sandwich. Um, you know I I could go Del Sandro's for cheesesteaks, but but there's something you know. You gotta I, get out of the city. Yeah, you like I I I like the roast pork. 
um, at Tony Luke's, also John Drospork. Um, let's just say, yeah, yeah, the Knicks. Uh, let's just say this. Let's say the Reading Terminal, because then you can it's a classic experience. Yeah, so I'll go your number. I'll go. I'll go Vernick for your nice night out. I will go Tacanelli's for your pizza night, and then I will go Reading Terminal to experience different types of uh, of cuisine for lunch. There you go. Anything else to get to? What about media? What's your top media recommendation? Oh, baby, Bittersweet Kitchen. Mm. Outstanding uh, breakfast, brunch, lunch spot. Fantastic. Okay. Nice biscuit. Give you a nice biscuit there. All right. Mr. Biscuit. Well, that is going to wrap it up for this episode of Birds with Friends. We will be back when? Ne- next week? I think early next week maybe we'll do a combine performance review, potentially. Mm, maybe. And then end of next week. Okay. Finally, potentially, we can finally do the... The Ospreys. Okay. And the uh, cereal draft. There you go. So for uh, Kent, Z and myself, we appreciate you. For Bo, given his performance today, we're not sure he does. But uh, keep listening. Rate and review. Thank you. The new standard of sports journalism. I love you. Birds with friends.